Any and all content used on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Under no circumstances shall the content by the artists or any contributors be construed as anything other than entertainment. The creators on this podcast will not be held responsible for any misleading interpretations of the content or music, which serves as no purpose more than for the form of entertainment. Enjoy the show. The wow. golden era of rap was amazing because you could be a gangster rapper, you could be a drug dealer rapper, you could be a street rapper, you could be a, a, a you could be native tongues type of rapper, you mm-hmm. could be conscious, and everybody was living. Right. Because I would go, I would take out my Mob Deep, and I would put on Top Tropical Quest. I would take out my Tropical Quest, put on my NWA. I would listen to my Snoop, Snoop Dogg. And it wasn't until Puffy with his with, with the with the bat with the Uptown Records and the Bad Boy Sound. Where he started commercial, that he ushered in the commercializ- commercialization of hip hop. Where it got to the point where I was in the industry when Onyx dropped that album, that 1998 when they dropped their album. I was at Def Jam, and I remember I was sitting in the office, and they came to us. I was on the street team, 19 years old, 18, 19 years old, and they came in there and they was like, "Listen to this Onyx album and tell us which song you think is their club song." And I was the only one, come being an Onyx fan, coming from Queens, saying. Onyx don't make club songs. Their songs become club songs. Slam became Slam became a club song. It wasn't a club song. Mm-hmm. It had a crossover because Slam dancing was a big thing for rock and roll. So that's where MTV and all that stuff started. Right. I remember it was one of the few videos that got rotation on MTV before M- old MTV raps. You, if I wanted to watch hip hop, I had to watch Yo TV Raps. I had to rap, watch Rap City. Right. I had to watch Music Box. Right. I had to watch uh, Bobby, uh, what's his name, Bobby, or late at night if I could stay up that late and get it on my TV. Right. We didn't have cable. You got to go on UFC. <laughs> you had to go on UF, UHF and try to play gotta, around gotta, and get gotta, the station. Gotta get that dial, huh? Yeah. <laughs> gotta sit there and throw your sock on the antenna. So, like, if I wanted to listen to hip hop, it was Red Alert on Fridays and Saturdays from eight to eleven or something like that, and and then and then Kid Capri on WBLS. We and then stretch up, stretching Bobito, and maybe if you catch the Underground Railroad, like, like we didn't have hip. Like that's why you see us New Yorkers act the way we act about hip hop, mm-hmm. and we we talk about it the way we do. So we sound elitist because. What you guys have freely, and you get to make all these opinions and and, and fan and dick ride, and I'm going to call it's dick riding. You didn't have to earn your stripes to listen to hip hop. I was in in high school, staying up to three, four o'clock in the morning, got to get up to go to travel to high school at six, seven o'clock in the morning so I could listen to Stretching Barbito. First time I ever heard it, ain't hard to tell. Uh, Wu Tang, the Wick, I heard the Wick almost a year before it even came out. On, stre- on underground radio at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, I would make my tapes. And then I would get on the 85 Q bus and be my, my best friend. Like, yo, you got to listen to this. So, 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 so let me ask this question. So because you did all of that, you know, and not just you, but so many other native New Yorkers, because y'all have done, you know, y'all had to get up at 5 in the morning. And walk 10 and miles. And walk 10 miles. <laughs> 10 miles to the nearest Just go to the store to get Rock Kim and barefoot. Right, you know what I'm saying? My God. Does that make... Other young, other other, that does does that make the younger generation not elitist in a sense? Just because we didn't do no, I think what y'all are, we didn't I think y'all do. Y'all are more elitist. Y'all are more elitist because you refuse, you refuse. You 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 put your idols on this pedestal, uh-huh. and you refuse to accept the fact that they weren't who you think they are. Pac isn't who you think you guys think he is. He wasn't at the time. He wasn't at the time. 
just like other rappers I'm, at the time weren't who you think I, they like are. Like I said, right? All my Jay Z was overrated. Jay Z was not who you think he is at the time. Mm-hmm. Jay Z. No disrespect to Jay. Well, no, I'm not even a big fan of Jay Z. <laughs> but Jay Z was on his thing doing wiggity 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 on on original flavor. That was the only time people heard of Jay Z. Right. It wasn't until Biggie put him on his album until he did the song with Biggie mm-hmm. that people knew that Biggie kind of solidified him. I was at Jones Beach at free um at Greek Fest, interning at Def Jam. When I first started interning at Def Jam, they called me out there in Jones Beach. It's hot. It was summer. It's crazy. We listened to that album. They somebody had a copy of Jay Z's album, first album. We listened to it in the van while we were trying to get out of traffic. And I listened to it. I was like, "This is." I loved the song when he did with Biggie because that beat was just that whole the whole flow. Everything was dope. And Foxy Brown, because Foxy Brown was on there, she was a Def Jam artist. I we were listening to it. But uh, and initially, I was like, "This is trash. This is not a great album." Because mm-hmm. you got to remember, I, I'm comparing it to what, what everything else that was out there. Mm-hmm. Now some people were like, "Oh my god, my god!" Now over time, it became it grew on me, right? Because it started getting popularity, and just like anything, you can't like radio, you constantly keep constantly hear it. It's gonna get you popular. start you start to mm-hmm. get accepted. But I wasn't impressed because I had still have my original flavor record with Jay Z. So what? So he was the, going. Wiggity, 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 so wiggity. what we know about Corey at this point, okay? If you ain't got it, you just ain't got it, right? That's just what that is. No, don't do that. If you ain't got it, you just ain't got it. Okay. Uh, number two, he walked ten miles to go get that rock Barefoot him. Barefoot on Bare hot clothes, on wrestling bears, and Wolverines. to go get that rock him out. Listen, bro. Okay? I, would- I get. Listen, no, no, no. I get it. I I understand. I get it. I understand the uh, the. I always, and I'm glad you broke it down to me that way because I've always wanted to understand the kind of elitism that is hip hop. Again, I, I, it doesn't matter to me that much because I'm not that much of a hip hop head. My hip hop started, mm-hmm. um, honestly, way after my R&B started. So my hip hop started in 2006. I loved T.I. because I'm from Florida. I'm a Southern boy. So Southern right. rap music was lit as fuck to me. Um, I liked Jay-Z at the time. I loved Lil Wayne at the time. T.I. was my shit. And then in Detroit, all we had at the time was Cash Out Doughboys, which at the time was, to me, trash. No disrespect. But, um, yeah, like rap for me was good. And for me, I wanted to hear lyricism. Because to me, I, and I, I've always felt like this rap was poetry right and so every time that i would hear a a song a rap song i'm looking for the poetic justice in it if there's no poetic justice even at my time i'm not giving it any fervor you understand what i'm saying like if there's no essence of poetry in your music i don't give a damn what you're talking about but if there's no essence of poetry if you can't if you can't sit here and tell me that you can rhyme just just off the bat, like if you can't do that and then add your own personality to it, I don't I don't want to hear it. Okay. And so for me, T.I. was lit, Lil Wayne was lit, Jay-Z was lit, um, 50 was lit. Um 
And yeah, that's where kind of my rap. And you took. named a bunch of people that are talented in rap. Like I, I can't, you know, I love Fifty man. I was a Fifty fan when he did, you know, um, how to rob, you know, how to rob. Yeah, I'm, I'm from Queens. Crazy. I remember when when I was at Def he Jam. LL, I mean, on the Muddy uh, the Muddy Waters album. How long album, were man, you at Def Jam? That is just the question. I was there too, about two years. Jesus Christ! I was watching the Hard Nine Life tour. I left. I was on um, the Smoking Grooves tour in '97, and I left that immediate a little bit after that. I was I, I helped break, I helped break Foxy Brown's album. I helped break. I was a part of the Muddy Waters promotion gig. Phenomenon with LL Cool J. I broke a lot of those Claire, records. I was on the street out. time, yo. Bam I was on the street team. Bam me out real quick. Um, I was there when Russell still owned it. Corey, why? Why? What? Why? What? Why are you not a what? Why am I You're not, not mute. Why are you not managing somebody right now? Because I mean the love the so what? Okay, so let's, let's what let's talk Corey? About that. So all you've told you me through these this. through these last thirty minutes is that yo, I've been in some rooms that you ain't been in, bro. Yo, okay, I've been in some rooms. I done broke some artists. You heard me. And I'm sitting here through this whole thing. I'm sitting here like, yo, we done sat here, bickered, laugh, all that. But that's why but all I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, yo, why is this man not like downtown so in somebody's okay, I'll, office? I'll keep it real with you. I'll you keep feel me? You. Like, when it comes to the music business side of it, I'm, I am the, I won't say I'm the, I'm, it's not a failure. So my time at Def Jam, you got to remember, why I took the Def Jam thing, I, at the time I had a rap group, I was 16, 17 years old, I was young, 18, fresh out of high school, me and my friends, I, I, I wasn't rapping as much as I wanted to, I wanted to be a producer, I wanted to be in a studio, mm-hmm. I wanted to go to school for audio engineering, that's what I wanted to do, I wanted to make beats, the rapping part was cool, I was good at it, I had my group, my friend went away to college, the group broke up, right, my boy, he wanted to keep rapping, I wanted to do beats, um, his brother was managing us. That's how we was at in Queen at, at some event, and that's how we met Big Les. Shout out Big Les at Def Shout Jam, out BLS. and he hooked us up. And he used to lives around my way, right? And um, it was an eye opening experience. Now I was an angry young black kid. I like to fight. I like to you know I like to do things. Mm-hmm. I had a really bad attitude about certain things, and I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to play the game at that time. Mm-hmm. It was, yo, I'm here to make connections so I can get my rap career going, you know, get my, my career going in this industry. Right. But I had a crazy work ethic. So you, that's why I say when you talk about me getting sleep, like, bro, I was literally going to school yeah. for audio engineering. My, they would pick me up. My guys would pick me up from school. We would come to the office. We would go out on our campaigns all night long. They would drop me home. I'd take a shower. I'd go home, take a shower, and then go straight to school, and we, we repeated that. That's how wow. I was living. So when you talk about like my sleep, dude, you guys be like, like because I tell, listen, I've been doing this I've been all telling, my life. I've been telling because I've been knowing this. Corey for about a year, year and a half now, yo. Like Corey is big, bro. Like, and I be telling Corey like, yo, you gotta, I need you to sleep, bro, because he is like, and he'll he'll tell you right now like, yo, this man got like twelve podcasts. Ah, no. This man is one of, if if not the hardest working man in podcasting. I, he not is. True. I'm not, not God, yet. Shut up. Not yet. Shut up. Yes, you are. Like he is one of, if not one of the most hardworking men in podcasting. You feel what I'm saying? And 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 it's not just me. It's not just. Trust me. It's not just me. It's everybody within our Black Podcasters Association, and just not even that. It's it's everybody that loves Corey. You understand what I'm saying? We be like, yo, see, see. Like, see, 
we don't need you today. You understand what I'm saying? Like we don't need I need I need you to I need you to go like go get your toes done or some shit. You understand what I'm saying? Go get a manic. Go sit down and let go, get the vibrating chair or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like go relax. Go. Cause like he said, all he gonna do is take, he gonna power nap. And not even. He gonna sit there and that's it. And in two hours, come back and be like, I'm and that's back. That's what I used to do. I used I'm to back. take my nap. I'm I back. Take, I used to take my nap in the in the van. I used to do my homework in the van. van. While we were out there promoting this back oh when you put the stickers up and you put the posters up and everything. You were a hustler. And we were out there and I was sleeping in. I would do, I'll be doing my, my music homework <laughs> and all that shit. Where you gotta do the taps and <laughs> yep, all that, yep. preparing for my test. I was doing all of that. And, and I can't that's and maybe because of the people I work with, that's mm. where I learned that from. Cause I was like, like I said, I was like 17, 18 years old. But I would do like people would come in the office and I would like I gotta get these records out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Kevin Lyles used to bust my ass, my chops all the time. I mean, one time he pranked me in front of everybody. He called the office, he called the room I was in, and he was like, What the fuck are you doing? And I was like, What did I do wrong? Like I was like shook. And every and then they were laughing at me because it was like I, I was there to work and I was there to I was I had a mission. Yeah. And I, that's what I was there for. I didn't get starstruck. You know what I'm saying? I, that's now like, see, now let the truth now be told, listen. I, That's I, I, I had a beef with a couple of people who I shouldn't have beef with, and I had to be told about it because, like, again, I was angry. So it's like you did certain things. I want to fight you. You know what I'm saying? And I probably would have lost some of those fights, but I didn't <laughs> care. And then, and then I got introduced <laughs> to liquor, which was which take, oh, took it to the next level. Lord. You know, but you know, I mean, it was a great time. It was a great learning. But my problem with the music industry was my time in that music. You got to know when you got to know. You gotta recognize who you are and what you are and what you can and can't deal with. Right. If I had stayed in the music industry, I'd probably mm. been on a t-shirt. Oh, damn! I was a hothead, or and I was violent. Yeah, and I didn't know how to control myself. Yeah. So certain situations that I was put in, I was like, I was ready to throw hands, and sometimes people around me, you know, it was like I was, yeah. I was, I had a, you know, it was, it was almost. So self sabotaging. So right. it was like, and then I realized that I couldn't write no more after that. Mm. While I was there, I couldn't. I stopped writing, so I, I couldn't write no. I couldn't write my raps no Creativity more. Creativity is losing. So it was like the industry lost. side of things wasn't for right. me. It's not. Right. It's for certain types of people. Can I do it now at forty six years old? Yes, I probably could because now I understand better. Right. But at that time, I couldn't. That's why I started. Don't when I saw the internet thing going, I started don'tgetjerk.com because I wanted to get into the music. I wanted to get artists out of them. That's how I got into podcasting. Back then, like I was telling you, yeah. before. "Quote unquote," the word podcast was coined. It was already existing. It was. It was internet radio. You know what I'm saying? So it was like I was already into that, and I was like, right. I was like, wow, I still love this. I still want to do it. I still to this day, I make beats and all that stuff. I still enjoy it, but my my, my priorities have changed over the years. So that's why I don't do it. Right. It was I recognized who I was and what I wasn't at that time. Damn, because you got an experience. That's a, it was that's a wonderful an amazing history, man. bro. The only two rappers. I always say the only two rappers who I did get a chance to meet at the time were Biggie and Tupac. I crossed paths with everybody else. Damn. I remember seeing Jay Z. So in Def Jam, when it was on Varick Street over here on 7th You got Jay Z phone number? Jay Z, I remember this. The, when you came into the Y'all office, see how he slid by that, right? Y'all see how he slid by that, right? I no, asked him if he got that. <laughs> Yo, actually, we used to have beef with Rockefeller. Because the street team, it was, it was street team wars going out here. I heard, bro. Cause you I heard y'all had street team wars out here. First of all, wait, hold on. Before you get into that, first of all. Hold on, bro. Why y'all got street team wars okay. out because here in these streets when everybody can eat? No. So here's because we had real, real estate was scarce. You I had pole, you had light poles, <laughs> you had light poles, and you had buildings. Mm-hmm. 
And everybody was, you know, like how you see, like when you go walk through New York City, mm-hmm. you see, the, you know, when they're doing construction, you see people putting their posters yep. up there. Dudes would literally come down and take down your poster to put up their stuff. So you just did all or, this hard or work. Or put it over your shit. Now, mind you, you're already going against the cops. So we did a lot of work overnight because we was in them streets. Right, because you can't, you can't do that. Right. It's illegal. It was illegal. I, I mean, I got so good at it. We was in Baltimore. At some, I forgot the name of the club. We was in Baltimore. We was on tour. We was in Baltimore. And we was doing uh, in person at what they do, like, you know, when the artist goes to the club and they mm-hmm. want to walk through and they mm-hmm. corner. And we were outside. And I remember um, they had the police department there. Oh, Lord. Literally, I put up stickers on the whole pole right behind a police officer. That's how good I was. And we were sitting. We, they dared me they, for a quarter, for 25 cents. See, that's how crazy <laughs> <laughs> That's how crazy I was It was like yo We was in a van It was like I dare you to go do it I was like if y'all give me a quarter I'll do it Right And we a did quarter. it A quarter And I went there And I put it up Boom 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 And I did it so fast And I remember the cop Turned around He saw now it He wait, was like Now wait a minute Now wait a minute this So is, you was fighting this was for real when? estate Wait hold on This was when This is like 96, 97 A quarter They didn't give you a dollar Come it on Uh uh-uh. uh No it was, you know, I was a wild boy. I was wild and crazy. I was a, a quarter, wild and crazy guy. First of all, can I get a quarter for each sticker I put up? Let me. Look, I was interning. I wasn't getting paid. Right. So a quarter? So you got to give me a dollar or something. It was just a friendly. It was, I know. It you, was a joke. You got to bet me a dollar. Like, like, yo, the cops is right now, here, bro. You, you would get caught by the cops. That, now, so this exactly. is how I learned how I'm to deal saying. with the NYPD at the time because. Sometimes we would have to Sometimes some of us got arrested And what we got summoned I mean we've had to sit out In front of police departments Until somebody got released We sat One of my mans He got arrested one night We sat out in front of that Police department Until 5 in the morning Waiting for him to come out so it wasn't. It wasn't like that's, and that's why we had street team wars because you you were fighting against the, you were competing against the police. You were trying to do stuff. You going through these. That's where the KIM Kim. That's where it comes. Keep that's it moving. Where Kim, keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Like we used to. That's where those terminologies came from, right? I remember we was doing it in, in Queensbridge, and I got they they disappeared on me, and I was like, I was shook. I was the mythology of Queensbridge. You know what I'm saying? I grew up in Queens. Like yo, I'm here in Queensbridge projects in the '90s, yo. And I'm on the corner, and these dudes is looking at me because now they thinking I'm a cop. And I was like, I had a bag full of stuff, and I was like, okay, I'm. I was watching. I'm like, I'm about to get, I'm about to get got out here. I started like, yo, guys, here y'all go. Here's some tapes, and here's some, you know, some flies. And that shit worked magic, yo. So like, I was there for a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I remember when Rockefeller got brought brought to Def Jam. Now the the mail room used to be in the front of the office, so you had to walk by the mail room. And I remember when I saw Russell and, De- and Jay walk through, and I was like, "Oh shoot, what's going on?" And that's when they they now did all that announcement. So I was there for a lot. Of, I was there for a lot of hip hop history. You know, I'm a uh, part of a lot of hip hop history. We might have to start a podcast, Claire, called Hip Hop History. We might have to. This is. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Todd Pie Guy, and listen, make sure that you tap in. And subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to the THC Media Network for all other podcasts and shows that are available on our network. And turn on those notification bills, all right? Hit that subscribe button. Stop playing.